0: This is the Collective Ambition Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Leon here in my little backyard. And um, I just wanted to record a quick video um, based on a mastermind call that we had last Friday with one of our groups um, where one of the guys asked, um, how do you guys increase your output? Because I feel like I'm not doing enough. Uh, I feel like I could be doing more. I could be putting in more hours. And the funny thing is the day before that call, um, I remember actually journaling exactly about that because I was also constantly asking myself, why am I not doing more? I could be doing more. And the other guys on the call, they were saying the same thing. So we we're all like, okay, we all know exactly what we're talking about here. We have the same experience. We all feel like we could be doing more. We should be feeling, doing more. And we feel guilty when we're not active on the laptop doing something or making some progress. And um, the question went from uh, how do you manage your different projects and what systems do you use and stuff like that to actually, yeah, a few more deeper questions of what it actually means to be productive and increase your output. And uh, I've done a lot of uh, journaling on that topic now and uh, a lot of research and, and especially recently again over, the, over this weekend, uh, did a lot of thinking again. And I came to a few conclusions of things that I need to get back to again and that you might be struggling with as well as you're watching this video. Maybe you'll be able to relate some of the things that I'll be talking about here. And a funny thing that we realized in the call was that when one of the guys said, you know what, I'm actually only actually working maybe like three or four hours a day of actually putting in productive work, of me doing something being in the zone and making progress and the rest i just you know i it's not really work it's not really me doing that something and it's funny because all the other guys were like kind of laughing for themselves and um we we all agreed i'm I'm the same uh if you if i think about it the, the the really productive hours are like maybe three or four if at all if i'm lucky and the rest is just me trying to do something being busy but not really making any any real progress because the next day I realized oh what I started working on is actually not the thing that I need to be focused on right now and um, I don't get much done and um, this has been a consistent pattern that I've seen with anyone that I talked to where we got real and like come on man like how how much work do you actually do especially in today's world everyone is all about putting in every minute every hour everything you have as much as possible You know someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger says if you sleep eight hours sleep faster you need to only six hours the rest is just work and get the maximum out of your time and I I 100% want to do that and I want to live like that and I agree with that but I think the best way to spend time is not always to be working that's something that we talked about in this call as well in today's world it's so so glorified to be hustling to be working all the time and I think it's not the best way to do things Um, especially if you look at uh, different resources that I'm going to mention in this video for example uh, that could be um, the book deep work by Cal Newport who also has a book um, I can't remember the name um, that is something that I want to touch on as well which is that you want to do maybe three or four hours of really deep work on one really important thing and that's probably all you can do that day the rest of that is going to be lower quality work it's going to be work where you won't be focusing um won't be able to focus that much you might get some stuff done but it's not that big stuff that really moves the needle and uh getting to three or four hours that's hard enough in and of itself i mean most people they they can't even do one hour of undistracted work that goes really deep and um, he talks about how he has written his books in a pretty fast manner with or with very little work and how he's accomplished just in general a lot in his life in very little time because he was able to focus just for a few hours and then there's also that concept of course of the 8020 who you've all heard of and um, parkinson's law Parkinson's law states that, I um, can't remember what it exactly says, but the, the amount of time that it takes for you to complete a task is usually the, the time that you give yourself for that task. So if you say, hey, today, you know what? I'm gonna work for eight hours. I'm gonna get this done, this done, and this done. Then that's all you're gonna get done in that day. And oftentimes, we get these things done much faster, and then we fill this vacuum, that I should be doing more, I'm being lazy now. I- you know I can I can do more, and uh, we just start making stuff up. Also, another book that I read uh, recently over the weekend that I finished, uh, "Live Big" by Ajitna Walker, and he um, he mentioned the exact same thing in the in the book as well of how he was basically lying to himself, just sitting around in the office and doing some stuff but not actually getting anything done because it was such a culture in India where he was at that time that you had to stay until a certain time to prove that you're working hard and it's so funny i always say that to 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 people when i uh, when we talk about this topic and they can always relate i always say that i always try to do really long work like really long days of work i try i told myself you know i would go home and say you know what tomorrow i'm gonna work until this time and i'm gonna i'm gonna just bang it out there's nothing stopping me no matter what i feel even if i feel totally tired i feel like i can't focus i'm just gonna push through and it almost never happened i always felt like i just i just can't work more now i'm not getting anything done. i can't focus it doesn't feel right and then there's always it the, oh just don't listen to your emotions just push, push through no no wait it doesn't feel right and everything every cell in my body is telling me that i should go for a walk right now that i should actually think about what i'm doing right now that i should actually take some time off that my work is done and we talked about uh people like dan sullivan dan sullivan um if you haven't checked him out really check him out he's he's an amazing guy he's not very uh famous uh, or big or you know someone like gary Vee or someone like frank Owen but um what he teaches is really really good for entrepreneurs and he teaches He teaches a lot of the the really successful people Um, and he um, where was I getting yeah he he uh, he he actually is really proud of the fact that he um, takes off I don't know how many like I think it's over a hundred days a year he takes off a lot of time and he's you know he's an entrepreneur of a big company uh, of a big coaching company and he um, he says that he does three things every day, or sets three goals for every day, result goals, where he says, if I get these things done, the, the day's a win. And if I get them done before noon, I go home. And then I just read, just do whatever. And just the thought of that for most people is to be like, oh no, that'd be lazy, that'd be bad. Uh, but that's how he does it. And thinking about it, maybe i should do it the same way because in the book the one thing they also talk about um, clock time and event time the clock time is i have to work from nine to five the event time is i have to work until i get this done this done and that done no matter how long it takes if it takes 10 minutes okay i'm done if it takes seven hours that's how long i'll be working yeah and then again that connects with parkinson's law again however much time you set for the for your tasks that's how long it will take basically what i've realized is just looking at time at all in order to measure how much you work how hard you work it's the complete wrong metric because think about it you could be doing 10 hours of work that's pretty easy and very simple like emails and you know it doesn't require much brain power doesn't require require much energy or focus or uh, even you overcoming your fear and pushing yourself out of comfort zone and learning something new, challenging yourself. Or, on the contrary, instead of doing that for 10 hours, you just do for one hour something that just pushes yourself out of the comfort zone so much and that will, will change everything, that, that will you know, really help you hone a skill that you want to master. For example, let's say you've never uh, done public speaking before and you do that for one hour the first time, And you want to become a master public speaker that's way more important than you know reading a few books on that so who has worked harder the guy that worked one hour that really pushed himself that did something that really put himself in the the spot of yeah becoming that master public speaker whatever that is or the guy that did 10 hours of work i did 10 hours of work what did you afterwards well afterwards after the one hour of public speaking i was dead i was exhausted i just went home and i Watched a movie, or I just relaxed, met up with with some friends. And just looking back over my e-commerce business, the time that I spent on the laptop and the things that I actually accomplished, I wasted my, I wasted those years. I've, I I could have done, I could have lived way more, and I could have gotten much more done at the same time. Could have enjoyed my life more and gotten much more done by applying these things that I'm talking about in this in this video here. Um, and uh, we look at our idols, you know, someone like Gary V who's working all day, someone like Elon Musk who's working all day, who's, who's able to lock himself in a room and just work, 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 work on solving this engineering problem and making all these calculations in his head and just, you know, doesn't seem to tire out. Guys like um, Bill Gates who would work tirelessly on the code for the software or whatever he was, he was doing. And we think, I gotta be doing that and what we don't realize is that these people they're doing what they love what they love and that's another concept they actually do what they're really good at and what they love if i think if i think of someone like gary v i think if i had his work schedule and his if, if i was him if i was in his position i would also be able to wake work way longer hours than i am now because he's always around people he i don't know about. From what it looks like he's always in meetings he's always talking to people he's always expressing himself that's what gives me energy i love that i'm currently um figuring out what are the things that give me energy also a dan sullivan concept what are the things that give me energy what are the things that i'm different to i can do them but you know i don't mind and what are the things that drain my energy one of the things that gives me massive energy is expressing myself even a video like this that's why i want to do that more often i want to. i want to get better at that skill i want to build that skill and be a fish in the water, in my own element. And someone like Gary Vee, he's able to work so long because he loves what he does. It's not pushing up the hill. Whereas if I'm sitting in front of a laptop and I have to work for eight hours, doing something, writing something, or you know, actually writing out of mind, I think it's it's also something that might be giving me energy. I'd have to try it out again. But for example, doing little tasks in you know with social media or um, technical stuff or doing something like Elon Musk or some writing code I couldn't do that I literally could not do that and I wouldn't want to do that why would I want to do that it's like pushing uphill if I can find the task that actually give me energy and for someone like Elon Musk that's what he's doing anyways he used to do that as a child he used to read books and think about things and and solve problems in his head this is his strength I shouldn't measure up to to that I shouldn't try to be like oh Elon Musk works that long that's what it takes to be successful yeah well it takes a lot of work but it also takes finding what you're so good at that it doesn't feel like work um and really figuring that out and i'm realizing more and more for me that means I'm, i need to be around people i need to be expressing myself i'm actually i've realized i'm more of an entertainer guy uh from from my early childhood looking back i loved entertaining people i love being the center of attention um and i need to embrace that more me and my e-commerce business hiding behind my laptop it, was, it went so much against who I was, who I was born to be, whatever you want to believe in. I mean, but it's it's definitely a natural tendency for me to be around people, express myself, um, and yeah, and, and attain, be funny, and be around people, socialize, all these these social skills, where someone like Elon Musk, if you look at him, he wouldn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be around people all day. He doesn't want to be the center of attention. Have you seen him present on stage? I mean, he's. I think he's doing pretty well for he is but his presentations on stage his public speaking you can see it in the comments as well people are like ooh like he's a bit hard to listen to but again yeah still great presentations for for who he is and yeah these have been some some topics that we talked about Um, is there anything else that I have Uh, oh yeah right The, the, the struggle that me and the other guys on the call had was that we felt like we had to be doing something. It's that A personality type uh, curse that we have. We have to be doing something. And there's only certain things that qualify as work. And I wanna broaden that requirement of what it means to actually do work. And what we talked about or we realized is actually journaling is probably one of the most productive work that you can do. Whereas, you know, we used to think if we just sit on the laptop, and type away and do something and tick off a task that we have on the to-do list, that's being productive. Looking at your to-do list and then doing those tasks. But actually, if you think about it, journaling is one of the most important things that you can do because also things like planning ahead of what needs to get done, creating a plan. Um, because you're figuring out how to do things better, how to do things more uh, in line with who you are how to do actually the right things because how many of you have worked towards a goal and you've been really productive in doing that but then you realize it's not actually what you wanted once you achieve that goal I mean if you think back this whole time you weren't productive at all you actually went the wrong way you have to go back again so journaling can save you all that time by figuring out that 100 million dollar business that investment that it, or that that um that hedge fund business that i want to build hedge funds sh- is that actually what i want because you might be working 20 years on that and then you realize i actually thought i would get this but i actually not getting what I, what i thought i'd get it and i'm really disappointed and i shouldn't have done it that's 20 hours of wasted productivity <laughs> that's 20 hours of you having wasted your time of you not having worked on the right things and that's why journaling is one of the most productive things you can do also things like going on a walk cal newport wrote another book again the, the the title is not in my mind yet um but it's something along the lines of um not always having your phone stimulate you or always having a podcast in your ears or always having input and always being busy it's something wait I'll look it up right now Cal Newport his new book is called um, it is something along the line digital minimalism and I, I listened to a podcast because I was researching on that topic of productivity and increasing output and what he says is that and it's something that I've been practicing for the past few months that having that minimalism being bored instead of always having a podcast to entertain you or a new book that you're consuming but actually just going to a rogue grocery store not having anything and just being present or being bored or maybe just sitting around doing nothing having nothing to do instead of always having to be busy that's one of the most important things that you can do for your intuition for ideas to come up for problem solving i mean how many times have you heard the story of the inventor who just couldn't solve that problem and then he would go to sleep and in the morning he would wake up and he had the solution or even he would make up wake up, wake up in the middle of the night and he had the solution and he tried to draw it down and then he, he lost it again and the next night he had the same experience again then he put the the pen and paper next to his bed all that cool story and it's it's something that i want to practice more and it's something that i've seen the power of already I know that if I'm working all the time always putting in stuff I'm not making any progress if I'm always busy I'm just not making any progress but it's it's hard as a as a a type personality to um, slow yourself down and be like I shouldn't be doing work right now and also noticing that while you're working hey I'm not getting anything done right now I should be I should just go for a walk right now or journal uh, and Yeah, a thing that I've realized again and again and again and again and that I touched on before as well is that an hour of planning through journaling or whatever that might be, just planning the day ahead or planning the week ahead, just one hour can save you an entire month. Actually, one hour, depending on the hour, depending on the depth of the hour, can also save you up to an entire lifetime. Because if you think about it if you journal for one hour about what you truly want without lying to yourself you might have an insight that prevents you from building a business for your entire life that you don't even want and you just want to be a surfer on the beach or be a surf instructor or you want to be an employee somewhere else or you just want to play video games and actually you don't care about all this money stuff because you just you know you're just trying to fill a hole that could be accomplished in one hour maybe at least you could plant a seed in that one hour so Planning, sitting back, just thinking, just journaling, isn't that what entrepreneurs do, anyways? Isn't that one of the most productive things that you can do? Really think about that, and um, it's something that I want to get more in touch with, and and I want to stop chasing these hours for my ego, and stop saying that, you know, I'm working super hard because I'm working long. Working long is not working super hard. It's not about that. It's the wrong metric. It's completely wrong metrics. So I hope you can relate to these things. If not, then you probably wouldn't watch this video. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a huge concept. And if, 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 we're, if we're able to shift that a bit, we can achieve much more and also be way happier and have a much richer life while also increasing our output. So again, I'm all about increasing the output, maximizing that. But I think the way I've been currently doing it definitely not it also the way the other guys did it where it's just about being busy just about forcing yourself to stick to the laptop and do something it's just not the right way even though it's so tempting but sometimes going out of your comfort zone is actually taking some time off so I'm going to leave you with these thoughts I hope this was helpful and I'll see you in another video